Welcome to the View in Your Mirror podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Rubin and Katie Harms. From new moves to tried and true strategies, we'll dissect the ways in which clothing and a little organization can and does affect your daily life. Come along as we hope to inspire, engage, and shape your rituals as well as your shapewear. It's here, Lisa Rubin. We have been talking about this for how long? How many years? Three. Three, three to be exact. To be exact, the exact. Three years. Right amount of time. Can you tell me the day, the time, the minute? I can't tell you the day, the time, but I remember exactly coming to your house and I sat on your couch and I came to you because I told you I wanted to write a book about all of the years of experience I've had being a wardrobe consultant and all the knowledge and funny stories. And when I was all done, you said, Lisa, why don't we just do a podcast? And I threw a complete tantrum and said, I can't do that. And here, and here we, we are. are. And yet here we are. So what I want to know is, are you going to name names and tell the down and dirty? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. I know a lot of secrets. I know you do. And, and, you know, we'll get, maybe you'll share some of those secrets as we go along, but without the names and without the incriminating evidence that would point us in the direction of maybe we'll see all right we'll see well I think what is so incredible about you and I and this idea for the view in your mirror which will kind of give people a glimpse into how they can be better at what they're doing right yes exactly. especially and how they present themselves so our first show what we're doing is we're really just letting people know who we are and some of the things we're going to be talking about as we go on what I want you to tell me is Going back before three years, we met in a closet. Yes, we did. I uh, was building a house at the time, and our builder gave us three names. You were one of them. You were the first one to come and give us a bid. And we had a complete connection, although I think I was surprising because I knew way too much information. And you said to me, you know way too much information. (laughs) What do you do? And then I guess the rest is history. Yeah, I think what really I appreciated about you, particularly from selling a product, but more than that, selling a lifestyle, selling something that could help just like you sell something that can really help someone be forward thinking in what they do. It's not so different what I was doing. Being more organized, having these tools just makes you, makes your day go better from the minute you get up in the morning to knowing what you're going to wear and knowing how you're going to present yourself and where those clothes are hanging in your closet or how you've got your house organized makes such a difference. So what was so great about you is that you immediately, you wasted no time in getting to the heart of the matter about what you needed and how it should look. So I'm assuming, and actually I, to be, you know, in all candor, I have worked with you. I have used you for wardrobe consulting. I've probably failed. (laughs) I've probably failed the class. But, and today I was like, what am I going to wear today? You look good and we kind of match. We yes. kind of match. We look like we're a team. I have, of course, my all black on and you have black and white on. So yes. yes, I think you look very nice. Well, thank you, as you do as well. But it is kind of funny, these things you think about. We're living in a, in a, in a new day and age of how do, you, how do you present yourself? And that's one of the things we're going to be talking about as we go along. I think our shows are going to be timeless, but we are living through COVID. And so that brings some different challenges and someday we'll be out of COVID and so hopefully we'll be able to take people through techniques and tricks that will help them as they move past COVID. Yes actually one of the things I do talk about with clients currently is 
hoping a year from now, everybody will kind of be back to their new, new normal and that all the things that they wish they had done with their wardrobe and clothing this year, they can do next year. So it's just kind of like a learning experience now, and you can jot it down from when it, when it's important. And if you can go into the closet and go, oh my God, I forgot I had that. <laughs> exactly. Well, hopefully, hopefully, if you get my system down... <laughs> And, and you're, you know everything in your closet, you will be wearing everything in your closet eventually. That makes sense. Now, the bunny slippers, if we get out of COVID, are going to have to stay in the back of the closet, though. The bunny slippers are going to go back to what they used to be worn for, not for virtual conferencing, video conferencing, Zoom, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be your bunny slippers, your bedroom slippers, walking the dog slippers, those kind of things. You know, we were talking about this actually when we were doing show prep and some of the things that we we're going to talk about. We actually had a shoe conversation because we both love shoes. And I was thinking, and you said too, hey, if you've got that great pair of shoes that maybe doesn't isn't so comfortable, what a great time to wear it because you don't have to get up and walk around on them. You just get to look down and look at them on your feet as you're having your meeting. And you can feel really special because you bought those shoes for a reason. And you probably haven't worn them that much because normally those kind of shoes are very uncomfortable. So there's a lot of times where you say, oh, I wish I could wear those shoes, but I can't because I got to walk a lot. So now just put them on and enjoy them and look at them and wear them and you'll feel very sassy. Ooh, sassy. And that'll come through. Won't it come through? I mean, what you're wearing, truly how you feel about it comes through in what you're doing. Definitely. And I'm still a big advocate on... What you have on for the day is going to help you get through your day with a lot more confidence. Amen. So bunny slippers, maybe not such a good thing to help you get through your day, especially if you're struggling. I mean, we, we're making light of it, but business is still going on. So people are doing their day-to-day jobs, sometimes very serious, sometimes very important stuff. So if you're sitting in bunny slippers, you're maybe not having the right mindset of what you have to do on your given day. Exactly. Some people are making some very big decisions that they would normally make in their offices, in the courtroom, boardroom, and having slippers on, probably you're not making your best decision. All right. I'm going to put the bunny slippers maybe in another closet so I don't keep going back to them. I want to know how you got started. Back when, really, post-college, post- what drove you to this? I was looking for jobs in marketing. I have a degree in speech communication and sociology, and I thought I would do marketing. And I have an uncle that was dating someone at the time who started what was called FYI with Jacqueline Murray. And that was at Dayton's, right? That was at Dayton's. Back in the day. Back in the day, 1983. So I heard about it and I wouldn't let it go. It just really resonated with you. It was like, oh my God, they actually have a job like this. This is something that I've always wanted to do. It really had nothing about fashion. It had nothing to do with trends. It had everything to do with helping working women be the best they can be and dress the best they can be so they can be confident. That was the message. And I was like, I have to do this. And back in the 80s, we were all working with the bows and the suits. Yes, we were. We all had suits on, white crisp blouses and the bows. Yes. You know, I think every generation probably has something like that, that they went through that they can pull from their closet. And I think one of the things that we talked about when we did this is how do we make this timeless? Because you and I are coming from about the same era, but we're both still working currently in the same things that we've loved that have been our passion. So 
how can it stay timeless? I think when women think about their working wardrobe, there's the working wardrobe, there's the lifestyle wardrobe, there's the casual wardrobe, there's a lot of different pieces in your wardrobe that make up your wardrobe. But when it comes to the working wardrobe, I think that when you choose quality, timeless pieces, that will extend your wardrobe for years and years. And it also will help you brand who you are as a working woman. I love that. You know, we're going to take a quick break, take a breather, reapply the lipstick, make sure we're looking so good for our (laughs) podcast here. And we will be back very, very shortly. Hi there. Several years ago, a conversation sparked an idea which launched a plan, and now here we are. Lisa and my collective desire with this podcast is to inform listeners and open eyes to the importance of well-designed spaces and well-thought-out wardrobes, no matter the size or budget. We feel strongly that both lead to success in all aspects of life. Lisa, having been content to work behind the scenes, is emerging to share her well-honed expertise. Her clients see her as a secret weapon in their success, and now we too can benefit from Lisa's no-nonsense approach. I, on the other hand, have always been a bit more, well, out there in my endeavors, yet my work in space planning is very personal to each client. I guess we could say that I'm coming from space to share strategies for efficient use of yours. Perhaps this is our legacy or simply that we really enjoy conversing and sharing some light moments in what can be a very heavy world. Whatever the case, we are thrilled that you have joined us and hope you find some gems along the way. To learn more about Lisa, go to wardrobeconsulting.net and for me, go to katieharms.com. Here's to your success, your beautiful view in your mirror, and thanks for listening. Now back to the conversation. Welcome back to the View in Your Mirror podcast. I'm Katie Harms, and with me is... Lisa Rubin. We're your co-hosts, and we do want to thank Bob Sansevier. He's producing our show for us and helping us do our first podcast. Yes, my very first podcast. (laughs) Your very first. So, Katie. (laughs) Yes, Lisa. I have a question for you. How did you get started in space planning? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I can't... I can take my memory back kind of like you. I can take my memory back to when I was a little kid. I used to draw house plans and show them to my dad, who was, he was a ceramic tile setter, but he could do anything. So I grew up in a little 900 square foot house and I was constantly moving the furniture around in my bedroom. It used to drive my mother crazy. And I was constantly organizing things. So I think it was, I don't know, it was built into me. So then I lived in Dallas and back then it was when the container store first came out and I went in there and it was like, Oh, I mean, it was the most beautiful story I'd ever seen in my entire life. And so that started it. Then when I came back to Minnesota several years later, and I had been working in retail, and I had worked for a retail company that did closet organization, left there and started my own business because I thought, you know what, I'm going to go directly to builders and remodelers with this rather than wait until people get into their homes. Let's just get it on the front end. So from there, it grew, went into a partnership that was ill-advised, came back out, then brought my business into Share Brothers Lumber and ran it through them for many, many years and then chose to go back on my own and work private clients, builders, remodelers, architects, just getting done with a really fun project out on Lake Minnetonka. So it keeps me sustained and enjoying it. I love the idea that by having things organized, your whole day will go better. I completely agree. I I know that's why we're here. Yes. It's really incredible. It's been fun planning this. 
I want to talk about the shows that we truly will start out with. For example, this is very timely. Let's see if you know what this stands for, Bob Sansevier. WFH-WTF. He can't answer because he's really not in a talking role on this. It's just so unusual. I want you to know. But so work from home, right? That's a whole new thing in the last. So work from home, WTF. We can actually say it here on a podcast, but that's going to be one of the things we talk about. How do you actually work from home? And how do you present yourself? Yes. And being that many people have been working from home since March and continuing to work from home, and it's kind of sounds like till the end of the year for sure. I think that there's a lot of things we can talk about that can make that easier for you, especially on the clothing part of it. And we have some fun things to talk about. We do. You're going to give us, and people will have to tune in again because they're going to want to know this, the seven suggestions for video conferencing. Yes. Do you want to give one? Just one? I never could wait for Christmas. Brush your teeth. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I'll give you two. Okay. Put a bra on. Ah, another good one. Yeah, it makes a difference. Makes Not a, a sports difference. bra. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, there are two strikes against me. Although I am a firm believer in brushing teeth. All right. So another show we're going to be doing. Building your own personal brand. Why is that? I mean, do people, I bet people don't even think about that. Many people don't think about that. Generally, when people call me for the first time, and some of them come through referral, some of them come through people that they've noticed other people and how they have changed the way they have looked. And a lot of the times they'll walk up to that person and say, did you get your hair cut? That's kind of their first one. No, I didn't get my hair cut. Well, you look so different. Well, I changed how I dress. Which then changed how I feel. Which changed how they feel, which then changed how they were perceived by everyone around them. And to me, that is one of the most important things you can do for yourself if you are out in the world and trying to make a difference in whatever you do. Amen. How about beauty blind spots? That's a big one. That is a big one. Beauty blind spots. We will definitely be discussing that. I want to know how to tell someone if I think they've got a real beauty blind spot. We will, we will touch on that. Okay. We will touch on that. Especially with video conferencing, people have to be aware that what's on their face um, that they can change, they need to change because you are not wearing a mask when you're video conferencing. So your face is your face and they see it up close. Isn't that the truth? Sometimes more up close than they want to <laughs> see it. Well, okay. So now that we, we touched on it, You must have a morning routine. Do you do the same thing? I think about my husband in surgery, right? He has a set routine on how he does each procedure, and it never changes. I mean, if you have a routine in the morning, should that be similar? Well, personally, I have a a routine. I know that doesn't surprise you. (laughs) But I think what you're going to wear for your day should definitely be part of that routine. And it doesn't matter if you get up and you're a person that works out first and then feeds your kids or takes your dog for a walk. That's still part of your routine. You still put clothes on. And then most of you then do your job. One would hope, particularly if you're going on a video conference, that you have put You've your clothes on. You've changed your clothes. <laughs> right? <laughs> You've changed your clothes from working out right. is what I'm trying to say or walking your dog. That's true. Or at least change from the waist up. You haven't just put a blazer over the sports bra. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's happened. I, I can only, I mean, we all have heard the stories, right? 
the- I've seen it. Yeah. I got very upset when I saw it for the first time. <laughs> it wasn't your client, though, was it? Yes, it was. What? Oh, okay. Did you have words? I now, did have words. Do you speak sternly to your clients? Very sternly. Mm-hmm. Very sternly. I do speak very sternly when I'm comfortable and I know they're comfortable with me. Yeah. I know this to be true. <laughs> <laughs> what is your longest running client? Hot client? How many years have you been working with your longest running client? Um, probably 34 years. That is impressive. I have several, several women now that are retired. They, they're not even sitting on boards anymore. They're out and about enjoying life with their grandchildren. That's incredible. That's incredible. So but they're you, still I my clients. Like they now ask me, what am I going to wear for lake life? Because they have no idea. That sounds silly, but true. Well, no, I think because they've, they've learned to feel comfortable and they've learned that this is an important part of their life. I think that's the whole point of it, right? Is that this truly affects every other part of your life. So why wouldn't you want to know that when you go into a more casual setting? Exactly. And there again, it makes it easy. Yeah. Especially when you're having to pack. That's one of the ones that we're going to talk about coming up that I absolutely love. And that is the last minute business trip. That is a big one for my clients. Because I, I think we'll travel again eventually. I think we will. I hope we will. And many of my clients are so busy in what they're doing that they don't think about that. And then they f- have a freak out moment at 10 o'clock when they have a six o'clock flight in the morning. That last minute call, I get quite a bit. Well, we'll talk about that and so many other things. And are you excited? I'm very excited. Yes. I look forward to sharing a lot of great knowledge and funny stories and talking with you, Kitty. I feel the exact same way. I want to leave on this. You and I both have a strong passion for philanthropic endeavors and giving back is an important part of our lives. So as we get going with our show, we are going to be focusing on different nonprofits throughout our shows. That's one thing that we'll look forward to, particularly having to do with women. Not always. You know, we certainly are not discriminating against men listening to our show, but we tend to probably lean a little bit towards the female variety. Yeah. I mean, if a man wants to listen, um, go for it. If a man wants to to hire you to work with them, will you do it? I have several men I help. I love it. Well, there you go. Well, we are Lisa Rubin and Katie Harms, and we are the View in Your Mirror podcast, and we thank you so much for listening. We will have our presence known on our website when we get that up and operational, as well as we will be on Instagram. And in the meantime, thanks again to Bob Sansevier and the BS Show platform. And we look forward to our next show. 